0: Hello and welcome! My name is Kendra and you are listening to Embracing the Chaos. This is a safe space where we can come and talk about a wide variety of topics, such as mental health, self-care, self-love, spiritual shit, and much, much more. Hello! Since we're coming fresh off of Valentine's Day yesterday, I figured what a great segue to talk about love, specifically with ourselves. I am a firm believer That in order to have a good relationship with anybody else in your life, you first need to have a good relationship with yourself. How many of you listening right now have a good relationship with yourself? And be honest, how many of you want to have a good relationship with yourself, but don't? How many of you are trying to have a good relationship with yourself and are working on it? but it's hard work. No matter where you're at in your journey of self-love, it is so important to continue to show up and love yourself no matter what. Now, I like to think of myself as a self-love advocate. I have strived really hard in my life to show my self-love, and this is why I talk about it so much in my life, because it's so important, and it changed my life and my relationship with others. For many, many years, probably my whole life up until about 23-ish, I really struggled with loving myself. I would tell people that I loved myself, but I didn't truly believe it and I didn't really feel that loving energy in my body. In fact, it was really hard to have that energy in my body when my mind was constantly saying horrible, mean things about myself every day. Things like, you're ugly, you're stupid, you're not worthy, I hate you, the list goes on and on and on and on. These thoughts were a constant battle in my life. Every day, I would wake up and I would hear these thoughts and it would consume me, And because I had all of these negative thoughts circling in my brain 24-7, it made it really hard to show myself the love that I deserved, mainly because I really didn't believe it at the time, that I deserved that love or that I was worthy of that love. My inner saboteur would not allow me to believe that. I went to therapy for many years for various things in my life. But it wasn't until I ended up on the psych ward after trying to commit suicide that I really was able to get the help that I needed to find self-love and to stop this negative self-talk. After my time on the psych ward, which was about a month, I then went into the day program. And between. My time on the ward and my time in the day program, I was given the tools that I needed to succeed in my life and in order to stop all of this negative self-talk. The best tool that I was given during this time was the stop technique. This technique for me looked or sounded like me hearing one of those negative thoughts and instead of following that thought through... I would immediately hear it and scream stop in my head. I wouldn't, sometimes I would have to say it out loud because the thought would get too consuming and I would just be overwhelmed with it. But in the moments that I noticed the negative thought and I wasn't overwhelmed and consumed by it, I would immediately yell stop in my head and that would stop the thought. This wasn't immediate. It took a lot of practice, but eventually the thoughts never popped up in my head. Even today, I don't ever have any negative self-talk thoughts pop up in my head. It's really hard for me to even create scenarios where I would be doing negative self-talk because I haven't been doing it for many years now. Here's the biggest thing that I noticed out of that whole process is the minute that the negative thoughts about myself stopped was the minute that I was able to have space for self-love. There's so many people out there that push self-love and positive self-talk and self-care and all of this great stuff that we need in our lives. But very rarely do they discuss about how to stop the negative self-talk and to take the proper steps that you need in order to get out of the space of negative self-talk to positive self-talk. A few ways and tools I have helped shift my mindset from negative self-talk to positive self-talk is the stop method I mentioned earlier. Um, Affirmations are great too. Something really cool that I've learned with affirmations, if you are struggling with I am affirmations because maybe you don't believe it. So for example, I am wealthy. If you don't believe that you're wealthy, that energy isn't going to come to you. So instead of using I am affirmations, you're going to use statement affirmations. And what that looks like is wealth constantly flows into my life or I release all resilience to attracting money. By saying those statements, you bypass your analytical mind and start creating that energy so abundance and wealth can flow to you. If you have always been using I am affirmations, and that's not working for you. Switch it up and try playing with statement affirmations and see what that creates for you. Some other great tools for me that I used are journaling, reading books, self help books. Therapy is a really great tool, talking to friends and family. Another really helpful tool that worked for me and i know that this is not going to work for everyone so if this does not resonate with you leave it if it resonates with you take it energy work has totally helped shift my life whether it's body talk learning about and playing with access consciousness that type of energy has totally helped shift my perspective on myself where i was where i am now All that kind of stuff. And if you're listening to this and you feel a pull to access but you have no idea what I'm talking about but you want to learn more, please do not hesitate to reach out to me because I would love, would love nothing more than to share this with people who have that pull and are interested in it because it's not for everyone. Trust me, it's really not. But for the people who it's for, it's for in a big way. Without going too much into detail about what Access Consciousness is, because that's not what this podcast episode is about, I will just share a little bit of information about how it has helped shifted my life. The very first class I ever took in Access Consciousness was about money. (laughs) And this was probably back in June, I think. I did not have a very good relationship with money. I really struggled with it. And I would constantly use the I am abundant, I am affirmations and abundance was not flowing my way. (laughs) So I took this class and I didn't know how it was going to change my life, but I knew that it was likely going to change my life in a positive way. Little did I know that in the next eight months... I would be diving headfirst into access consciousness, and I would be incredibly abundant, and not just with money, but with everything in my life. I am so abundant, and I have to thank that course, because if it wasn't for that course, I would still be in the lack mindset. However, I also do need to take huge credit for that too, because if I didn't show up to that class, if I continued to say no and walked away from that, I wouldn't have created this reality that I'm living in because this is my reality. Not that. That's not my reality. I was on autopilot and I thought, yep, this is the way that life goes. I have to work hard for my money. How how many people listening right now believe that? The only way you can make money is if you work hard for your money. And how many of you are willing to change that thought process for yourself and see how much more that is willing to create for you? Wouldn't that be fucking cool? Sorry, I kind of digressed because that has nothing to do with self-love. I just thought I'd share a little bit about (laughs) access. Um, But this topic was supposed to be about self-love. So let's get back to that. Once you're in the space of self-love and you're feeling that energy and you've noticed The lack of negative self-talk, bad days, whatever it may be, you can start to create a self-care routine. You could even start to create this beforehand. It might even help you move through your negative self-talk. I don't know. I didn't have that before I came up with mine. So whatever works for you, great. You know what works for you. Don't put the power in my hands to say, yes, she has all the answers, because The truth is you have all the answers inside of you. I'm just sharing what has worked for me in the past because maybe it will also help someone else. A self-care routine can look like absolutely anything. Anything your little heart desires. For me, my self-care routine consists of eating healthy foods, drinking lots of water, Doing my skincare routine because that's what makes me feel good. Having a nice hot bath with candles and bubbles. Maybe sometimes a book, other times Netflix. Sometimes my self-care routine looks like me decompressing in the silence. Whereas other times it's hanging out with friends and family. No matter where you're at in your self-love journey... It's never too late to start incorporating self-care routines. I kind of wish I knew that beforehand, but hindsight is twenty twenty. So I'm going to leave you with a piece of reflection. I want you to think about where in your life do you show up for yourself and how do you show up for yourself? What kind of self-care routines do you have in place? If you don't have a self-care routine in place, what could you create for yourself that gives you more ease, joy, and glory in this life? Do you believe that life can come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Because it can. All you have to do is start saying yes to create more for yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to take what resonates and leave everything else behind. As you go forward in your week, be kind to yourself and others. Until next time, love and light to you all.